Hi, welcome back to Say the Things. I'm your host, Trinity, and I'm here to say the things. Except I haven't been. Am I right? Like, if you look back, this episode has a huge space and gap between the last one and this one. I've been trying to become a better listener. I've been learning and unlearning and practicing and baking and eating. Um, There's a lot going on in the world right now that we need to discuss, but I have to keep that for the next episode, which I promise will come because this one is for me. I'm coming up on my one-year anniversary in just a couple of days of giving alcohol up out of my lifestyle. I've been sober curious for a whole year, and I just wanted to share parts of that journey with you because the timing is now, and I've been pretty quiet about it. I don't want to shove it down anybody's throat. That's not my intention. I don't want to push my agenda on anybody else because this has been my process, my promise to myself, and a self-imposed challenge that was for me. So by no way, shape, or form am I saying, hey, you should try being sober curious too. By the way, I didn't even know that was a term until somebody told me that that's actually what I was doing. Um, I had a lot of support when I first started explaining to my close circle of friends that I was ready to embark on this challenge and that I just decided one night that I was going to do it. And some people tried to point me in the direction of like support groups and some people just said like, I'm here for you. And, you know, or if, or if, you know, some people said like, if you really need to drink, don't worry, I won't tell anybody. Um, So there was a lot of different support in different ways, but The catalyst that pivoted me in this direction was a beautiful celebration. It was a wedding and my whole family was there and um, I drank too much. I was really nervous about something that I knew would be happening the next day. I had a lot of anxiety and I just decided to let loose and I got a little too loose, a little too juiced and I upset some of my family members, and most importantly, I upset my son. And upon tucking him in that night, I could see the pain in his face, but also he was expressing to me just how how badly it was making him feel to see me drunk. And, you know, at first I tried to shrug, shrug it off. I was like, honey, it's a wedding. Like, all the adults were doing it. Alcohol was flowing. Wine was pouring. People were dancing. Everyone was sweating. It was an amazing time. We took a cab. I drank responsibly. But did I? No. I know that I didn't. I went over a limit because I had no self-discipline at the time. So I made him a promise that night. And I promised him that I didn't need alcohol to have a good time. I wasn't really sure how honest I was being in that moment because I didn't know if I could have a great time without the little help of my friend, Red Wine. But I made the promise and then I doubled down and said, I don't even need alcohol at all. I could give it up today if I wanted to. 
And he said, no, mom, don't do that. You don't need to do that. I said, I I know I don't need to, but maybe I want to. And so I left his room and I went back into mine and I lay awake that night, not knowing if I had just lied to him twice. And when I finally drifted off to sleep and woke the next morning, that feeling of shame, that acidic, awful feeling in my stomach, and then the neighboring one in my gut welcomed me to the morning. And it's just, that is not how I wanted to be living my life. I didn't want to be the parent that my son had seen the night before that was actually causing harm. And I didn't want to be this person that was feeling this way in my body. I wanted to reintroduce myself to myself. I wanted to re-establish my relationship with alcohol and realize who I actually was, who I am, just me. And so I kept that promise. And now on July 13th, it will be 365 days. Um, Actually, I think 366 because we just had a leap year of um, of not ingesting alcohol just because I could because I'm an adult because I like it because I can I can choose to do whatever I want and there have been so many amazing outcomes from this so that is inspiring me to share that with you I was so surprised I did not know, number one, how easy it was going to feel for me. So I just also want to preface this episode before I I start going deep into it, that I don't consider myself an alcoholic. And if you're listening and you do consider yourself an alcoholic or you're questioning whether or not you are, um, this might not be the best way for you to stop if you have a serious addiction. These little tips and tricks could be very helpful, but I'm not sure that they will be uh, enough of what you need. They could be though. So keep listening because so many surprising and beautiful, I'm going to call them consequences, even though I, my brain wants to associate that word negatively uh, with experiences. I'm, I'm just going to reframe it and call it positive consequences, positive outcomes. I'm just going to say consequence. Um, So many positive consequences came from just taking this pause because we're all, we can all take a pause, right? We've all been shown by the world right now with this global pandemic that a pause is sometimes necessary, but absolutely possible. So, okay. The first thing that I noticed almost immediately um, when I you know, only a few days into this challenge when I realized like, oh shit, this is real. Um, I really want to drink right now and I'm, I can't. Um, those moments that I was craving it and I was reaching for it were the moments I was feeling most depleted and sad and low and um, exhausted. And I just don't really, like, upon reflection and, and even moving forward, I, I don't think that's a great way, like a great combination 
We know that alcohol is a depressant. I looked up the etymology of the word and there's a couple of theories, but the one that really resonated with me is Al-Ghul. It, it comes from the Quran and it talks about there in a passage how um, the spirits or demons can intoxicate somebody. And so some people believe that the word alcohol came from Al-Ghul. Um, and I can really relate to that because there is too much of a good thing. And when you feel like spirited away and just like, you know, above this planet, that can be great until you come crashing the fuck down until you're ripped into, you know, kind of like the underworld the next day, um, when you can't function properly or you can't remember what happened, um, or, you know, maybe you, you caused a lot of harm and damage from drinking. So, um, yeah, I noticed that I was reaching for it when I was already in a bad, not a bad state, but like not a celebratory state. I wasn't like, oh, another great day. Let's have a glass of wine. And if, if you can do that, if you have a healthy, happy relationship with alcohol and that's like the way that you unwind after a beautiful day, I'm here for it. I celebrate that with you. But I just noticed for me, that wasn't my relationship with it. So I knew straight up I needed to uh, I needed to adapt and change that. So I just got rid of it. The other thing I noticed about two weeks in is that my friend sleep came back into my world. She had left me high and dry on the curb so many times out in the cold. In fact, I considered myself an insomniac for many years at different points of my life because I just wasn't sleeping. I was neglected by sleep and not once did I attribute that to my alcohol intake. Nope. Not once. I thought it was my shitty relationships or my financial stresses or my responsibilities or, you know, the misdirection that I was having or the the confusion that I was having about my direction or whatever like that. Um, Looking back, I realized that I was drinking heavily in those uh, anxiety-filled moments of my life. But I always thought it was the stress. It wasn't the alcohol. And then I realized despite still having stressors and anxiety and and challenges and responsibilities, I could still sleep because I didn't have my sister booze. She was gone. So yeah, that was a beautiful observation. So helpful in my world. And if you're struggling with sleep, Like, I really encourage you to just try letting it go for like two weeks even and see if sleep comes back to you. Because I had just received a prescription from my doctor for a sleeping pill, which made me feel like shit. I didn't like it at all. I tried it like three times. I didn't like it. And then, and then this happened and I let booze go and suddenly I was sleeping like a husband snoring, just letting loose. Oh, it's caused problems in my marriage actually, because I, I snore now because I am sleeping so deeply. I'm, I'm probably making up for about a decade of not sleeping, (laughs) but yeah, that's been great. Um, the next thing that's been simply wonderful has been the connections 
that I'm having, not just with people, but with nature also. Uh, When I was finding myself um, needing a little bit of inspiration to continue on this challenge, to continue on this journey, I decided to reward myself with uh, nature walks. So I would take myself to the mountain every weekend. And if you know Montreal where I live, you know that our mountain is actually a hill. (laughs) It's called Montréal and it's in the center of our city. And for me, it's an oasis. It's my sanctuary. So I would, I would reward myself with the gift of hiking up the mountain and just being immersed in the, the, the healing bath of nature that is nature. And if you've never tried this before, okay, this could probably be a whole other episode and I may just do that, but if you, I, I'm going to encourage you to do this one thing. If you've never tried uh, just leaning your back up against a tree, the next time you come across just a magnificent, beautiful tree and you you're just, you know, you allow yourself to be stopped in your tracks. I don't care if it's on the side of the sidewalk lining the road. If you see a tree, just abandon your ego and allow yourself to lean up against it with your back and press your hips and your sacrum, your pelvis into it and just allow your spine to kind of unravel up the tree trunk and feel the soles of your feet either in shoes or not, uh, meet the roots of the tree on the, on the earth below and feel that what I consider magical almost, this real reciprocity energy exchange that happens between trees and humans. I've looked it up. It's a thing, okay? So I would gift myself with that. And I would just feel so much more connected to nature and, and myself, my own roots too, as an earthling. Like I would just, it would recalibrate me. It would, it would start me off for another great week. And I knew that, okay, I can do another seven days of this. And then I would gift myself with this beautiful experience in the woods. So that was something that was such a positive choice that came um, from this because, you know, especially in the summer, all you want to do on the weekend is like find a patio and get yourself a cold beverage and sit with somebody who makes you laugh and enjoy people watching and just do that, spend a bunch of money and do that. But instead I did this and it's lovely. The other connection that just can't go unnoticed is that with my teenager since he was kind of the the um, propel for this he was kind of the catalyst for this change this um, this little challenge for myself uh, I don't know I didn't say anything to him for many months like I just I left it at that that night he saw me at the next event the next night and he noticed that I wasn't drinking I'm sure or maybe he didn't and then 
And then, you know, we've been having dinner parties and we go out to people's places and whatnot and out to restaurants and I just haven't been drinking. So whether he noticed or not, I'm not sure. But about when I reached the six month mark, I was like, wow, it's been six months since I've, I've had a drink. I just expressed it. And he was in awe. He was shocked. He didn't realize that I had been serious about that that night and that I actually followed through with it. So in that moment, not only did I solidify that I could trust myself, but I think it really confirmed that he could trust me as well. And since then, um, you know, I've just been choosing to spend my time differently. So I even if he's playing video games, I'll just sit beside him and and we'll connect in that way. Or when people are drinking um, around us, we have become gossipy bitches together and uh, make observations and we find them quite funny and we can relate on that level together. And it feels amazing to be on that same side of the window as him because the alternative in my imagination, is just him alone feeling probably pretty abandoned and neglected by the adults in his world just drinking around him. Even though it's a socially acceptable thing and even though they're being responsible about it, it's still kind of shitty to feel alone. And and I just, I'm, I'm so happy that I was able to follow through with, with that promise. And then I, I was telling him the truth that night. So that was great. Um, and yeah, about, you know, having the time to spend with him, like that's a choice. And the discipline of, of choosing not to drink has opened up all this room in my life for invoking that discipline in other areas. So you know, even just sit, choosing to sit with him on the couch, um, that's a choice. Uh, choosing to sit on my meditation pillow and like practice meditation, that's a choice that I, I've like allowed myself to, to have instead of, you know, sitting with a glass of wine, I'm like sitting with a candle and myself. And it's allowed me to, like I said before, like reintroduce myself to me and, and get to know myself on this really um, intrinsic and kind of profound level where, yeah, there's still so much about me that needs to be worked on, but instead of it getting fogged, um, fogged down or numbed out by just using alcohol to, as kind of a shield, I am instead using this time to, to really face those facets of my personality that have been traumatized. You know, when you look at people who are abusing substances, like most of us have been traumatized and there's been a lot of trauma in my life that everybody around me remarks on how strong of a person I am and how good of a parent I am and all of these things that are seemingly true. Yes, I am strong. Yes, I am a good parent or I can be. But was I always? And just because I'm strong doesn't mean that I'm healed, right? So exploring these, these 
deep-seated and sometimes often dark attributes of who I am has been a really nourishing step forward in my healing process. So that's been great. But one of the best things and possibly one of the most inspiring for you, my listener, if you're considering doing anything like this, letting go of something that's kind of like enslaving you, that costs money, let me tell you who was the happiest from this challenge. My bank account. Oh yes. My bank account started flourishing, growing. And it was because I wasn't literally pissing it down the toilet. So coincidentally, before um, this wedding happened and mama drank too much, I had started getting more serious about creating a savings. So I drew up a little graph and every time I reached $100 saved, I would highlight that line. Next 100, highlight. Next 100, highlight. So great, off to a good start. We all have to start somewhere. And that's the thing. That's something else I just want to mention here. There's never like the perfect time to start. When you get an idea and you think, huh, this might be for me, that's the day. That's the day you start. Just do it that day. So that's what happened with the savings. That's what happened with this Sober Curious Challenge. And then I started noticing I was crossing off those hundreds so fast, I actually needed to add a zero to the end of all of them and make each line a thousand because I was suddenly investing in myself and not at the liquor store. And it was amazing. It was amazing to see how fast I could save money. And that was a huge incentive to just see how fast I could stack cash. So if none of this other like yummy mummy stuff is talking to you, like the nature baths and the connection and the self-discipline and all of that stuff is not speaking to you, let the money speak to you. (laughs) Because this was the thing that I was like, holy crap, I might be doing this for the rest of my life. And who knows? I might. We'll see. We'll see. But I'll tell you one thing I'm not going to do. I'm not going to pop a bottle on my my anniversary on July 13th. Why? I always thought I was going to. Why? You may be asking. Because I'm not like a sober person. I don't consider myself like, oh, I'm sober now. Um, it happens to fall on the date that the government has finally said I'm allowed to reopen my business. And you might be thinking, well, Trinity, that's a perfect time to celebrate. You're going to have a day of work under your belt. You're going to be getting paid again. Pop that bottle. You deserve it. In fact, I feel quite differently about that because that's how I felt before. I was like, oh yeah, maybe that is the perfect opportunity. But no, my first gut reaction was, Ooh, I don't want to drink on that day because I don't want to feel unclear, foggy, um, nauseous, or unprepared for the next day. This is a new restart to my business and to my life as a working person. I don't 
want to start it under the haze of booze. So that was really telling, right? Like super eye-opening about that. Oh, another thing you may be wondering over there on the other side of the speaker is, well, what did you do with all of that savings? And let me tell you, I did spend a lot of it. I spent a lot of it. I lent $12,000 to somebody and I spent a large chunk of it on a family vacation for four plus a friend, a teenage friend to a tropical secluded beach on the South Pacific side of Costa Rica. And it was an amazing adventure and it created so many amazing memories and I had so many hearty belly laughs and I realized I am such a good time. I am having such a good time not drinking and I can do this. And that was literally wine money that would have been pissed away down into the sewage system had it not been spent on airline tickets and surf lessons and amazing food and gorgeous fruit and beautiful bathing suits and all the stuff that that kept us so happy and comfortable there. And I don't regret it. Like, yeah, sure, I could have probably put a down payment on a property because I'm not a home yet. I'm not a homeowner yet. So, that could have been a really smart choice. But I don't regret it. I don't regret it at all because of connection, because of discipline, because I could show myself that I can be rewarded for doing hard things. And lastly, it just proved to me how free I am. I am free to make these choices that are rooted in love and authenticity and just everything good, everything good. I'm free, friends. I right now I'm on a cleanse, so I'm also free from caffeine and sugar and and wheat and animal products. Like I'm super hardcore right now. And before, if if you would have asked me, like, oh, do you want to do a two-week juice cleanse? I would have said, no, I've done that in my 20s. I don't need to do that now in my 40s. Because I maybe wouldn't want to. It seems kind of like, I don't know, not very pleasant. But I'm loving it. I'm loving it because I'm finding the joy in challenge. I'm finding the joy in discipline. I'll say that word again. And I'm finding the joy in freedom. That's the main ticket. Freedom. So on that note, thank you so much for joining me. You have chosen your freedom to listen to this today and share in this one year celebration of my challenge for myself. So thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. If you feel that maybe I can be here to support you in your journey, please never, ever, ever hesitate to reach out. My Instagram page for this channel is say.the.things. So say the things, but with two periods between the three words. So say.the.things. Dot dot 
My name's Trinity. Just reach out. I'm here. I'm here for you. And I love you. I really do. And you know why? Because I love myself. And that just feels like the best thing from all of this. So until next time, friends, just keep keep digging, keep getting free, and keep saying the damn things. <laughs>